Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever it is that you are hearing my voice. My name is Josh Lyon, and I am your host, along as always, my brilliant co-host, Mr. Seth Cruz. How you doing tonight, sir? Hey, man. I'm doing good. Doing good. That is a beautiful thing to hear. Just to let you guys know, quick rundown tonight, tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, whenever it is that you're hearing my voice. We got Big Sur updates coming for you, Apple March event. Apple patent, and of course, Apple Car is also uh, apparently not out of the mix, but we'll get into that later. First things first, Seth, what's new with you? Well, I I mentioned I think last time that I was uh, I had my first final for my uh, college, and and uh, I finished that. Got confirmation. It's it's really interesting, you know, because you have the video a video camera, the webcam on the on the computer. And you gotta, you gotta like uh, go around the room and make sure that you show them that you don't have anything above or below the desk and all that stuff. Anyway, it's it's technology, right? Like they want to, they're they're watching your eyes, they're watching what you're doing during the test to make sure you're not cheating. So that's really interesting. I got an A. So yes, that a man. <laughs> so that's what's new with me. I, I had my first experience taking a final remotely. Yeah, man, I'm glad that you got that A, and it sounds, from the sounds of it, you enjoyed the class uh, pretty thoroughly. So I'm, I'm, that makes that makes me happy. Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this or not on the last episode, but I have started a couple of classes myself uh, through the through Udemy online. I mm-hmm. complete. I have a I have four classes that I am uh, going to take. I've completed one and I've started two more and they range from anywhere of four hours worth of work for the for the class to uh, 24 to like 48 hours worth of stuff so I finished up one completely I'm like 70% done on another and then 25% done on another that should be able to wrap up uh, here in the next really couple of days mm-hmm. uh, really so those it'll be nice working on uh you know, reinventing myself. Sure. Uh, you know, anyways, um, on to the meat and potatoes of the podcast that, uh, and probably the most important part, I would, I would say just some uh, quick things here. Apple Pay has officially launched in Mexico. So shout out to our listeners in Mexico. I know there are a few uh, of you out there. So shout out to you guys out there. And also it looks like Apple Pay will soon launch in Israel. So uh, that was coming from a banking service leak, apparently. We got a saw today, and I don't know if you saw this or not, but Apple has got a patent approved for a self-heating display for their uh, folding iPhone to help with the, the screens cracking upon folding. So there's been a lot of really interesting patents that have come about in the last few years, not necessarily around folding specifically, but around cracking or preventing damage. Um, Everything from like little jets of air to like mini airbags and all sorts of different ideas. But I don't think I had seen or heard of another idea like this one to heat the display. So that's really interesting. You know, I almost would have expected somebody like Samsung or Corning 
right? Glass or display makers to come up with these ideas. So it's really interesting that Apple is the one coming up with the idea for the, for, for this, uh, you know, uh, preventing, preventing the cracking, prevent damage to the, to the folding. So that's really interesting. Yep. It's their uh, endless quest to control everything on their ecosystem. Everything from the parts from it looks like they're starting to make their own parts and their own processes they're uh, coming up with now. So I think eventually they're going to get to the point where everything that they do, they're manufacturing it themselves. They're figuring it out. They're doing the research and development for it themselves. And, you know, they may bring on, you know, a third party to assist with, you know, research and stuff like you were saying, but um, it's definitely going to be interesting to watch the heating display made a lot of sense to me since there's a natural heating process with your phone anyway because of the battery and how much you use it so i wonder if they just move that placement of of things inside the phone that it would just naturally disperse the heat that is needed to the correct areas just hmm. just the peanut gallery speaking here i don't know anything about the process of making a phone but that's kind of how I would imagine it working to be the most efficient and the least expensive. Uh, so that way they don't have to push those types of costs onto the consumer. And instead of having a $1,200 folding iPhone, you have a $3,000 folding iPhone. I'm not saying that's a difference, but you guys get the concept. You see what we're saying. We got news that the iMac Pro is to be continued. And that is going to hurt a lot of uh, a lot of people's feelings, but I think that the you know between the iMacs and the MacBook Pros, they have the, the technology behind them has kind of uh, caught up to what I guess that iMac Pro was doing, especially now that you have the M1 chips and and now soon to be the M1X, uh, which we'll uh, get into that you know, a little bit later on as well. Uh, what else? Uh, patents coming out. Uh, there's more news on the AR headset. It looks like it's a pair of uh, glasses that uh, that you were wear if you were playing in the NBA back in the early 90s. Kind of reminds me of uh, some, you know, some goggles uh, with, with the sport straps, uh, the sport band straps. Uh, but that looks like it's going to run you about a thousand dollars to get you into that part of the Apple ecosystem. So, and, so I'm yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump in here and say that I first of all I'm gonna back back up just one step. The the patents on the display totally think that you know patents are fantastic, but I I suspect. And Josh, it'll be really interesting to see, but I gotta, I gotta say that I think that's going to be like a few years away. Like I think whatever they, if they come up with a folding iPhone this year or even next year, I bet you the heating and, and some of those things, you know, they, they have a history of holding off if there's, if, if they don't have a perfect, right. Uh-huh. So, so, I mean, I think, you know, other companies, whether it's Samsung or other, you know, other companies out there that that might uh, blaze the trail and spend a lot of money on research and development, 
and deal with these issues. So I'm, I'm just thinking that that might be something that they take their time with. I think it's really interesting the 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 heating thing, but I'm I'm wondering if that's gonna if if that's gonna be a little slower to see rolled out. And on the goggles, um, <laughs> Apple doesn't sell something that won't sell, right? Like when when they when they put something out there, everybody wants it. Uh-huh. I, I don't know about you, but I don't know about you, but I wouldn't buy those goggles. <laughs> no, I, I really wouldn't either. I, it's just not aesthetically pleasing at all, no matter how many different color, uh, you know, bands you can put on it, change colors, if not your outfit. It, it's it's just not, not going to be one it's, of those things that's going to be ple- aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Especially at $1,000. Like, I mean, I think that is an, that is a, that's that's a uh, actually kind of a low end in my opinion of where we're at as far as technology and and but usefulness like i mean i i'm late to the game as far as wearing glasses but i can tell you that i mean i went out and bought the most expensive frames the most expensive uh lenses that i could afford um specifically so that they were light so more more i think because my first set was heavy right now heavy is a, a like we're probably measuring them in grams mm-hmm. but on your face for 12 hours or however long right for all day when you take them off if there's indents in your in your nose they're probably too heavy now maybe that's all you can afford or maybe that's all you can get I, you know that it is what it is but if if Apple's trying to sell to, you know, a hundred million people eventually or whatever, I don't know, they, they, they're going to be worried about weight. And if I got to put goggles on, I mean, when you, when you wear goggles, go swimming and you take them off, you got like these big indents all over uh-huh. your face. Right. I, I just can't see. I mean, I, I would, I want nothing more than for Apple Glass to come out and, and for everybody to start wearing glasses that put things right in front of your face. Like I'm, I will be the first one to buy that technology, yep. Yep. but, but man, if they don't get the weight and all, and, and the watch barely runs a whole day. Right. And people mm-hmm. complained about that. Yep. Can you imagine if your glasses stopped working after two hours? Yeah, for the, <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's why you know I, I even saw this week that Apple Glass, uh, this was in the same article that I was reading about the AR headset coming in 2022, was that mm-hmm. Apple Glass was to be coming in 2025. So yeah. again, we're four years down the road, and a lot can happen between that time. Um, Absolutely, a lot of different patents can be filed. And and for those of you that that already do not know this, but big tech companies like Apple and Google and Microsoft, they will file dozens upon dozens of, of patents for a single device that is a single device. So there's there's one specific there's there might be five different patents for the iPhone twelve S coming up or six different patents coming up for the iPhone 13, however they decide to do the naming convention, which we should be finding out here in uh, mm-hmm. September. 
uh, in the, mm-hmm. uh, the Apple September event. So we'll, again, we'll keep you guys posted on that, but that's how the world works on patents. Um, you sent me something that I thought was quite interesting to say the least, but you, you, you sent me it, what looks like it was like a screenshot of a tweet where BMW was downplaying <laughs> the Apple car as a threat to disrupt to yes. disrupt the industry. And they're not worried about it. And I went on to read actually to see that uh, history has shown us that it is in, if, if it's a real threat, then other companies are going to be downplaying it every single time. And Apple comes out with exact that exact threat against whatever product that they're selling at the time. And yeah, Apple- I think it was BlackBerry was the la- most famous one. The the CEO of BlackBerry was like, or, or some it was something like that was like, oh, I'm not worried about Apple. They they make music players. They don't make phones. You know, they can't do what we're doing. Everybody, I mean, nobody had as many Blackberries. Oh, back as in the many day? devices as Blackberries. Yeah, yeah. Back nobody had as many devices. Nope. I wish so, I still had mine. As a matter of fact, because the operating system right? is second to none. But you know, they converted to a software. Uh, to a so- they're now mm-hmm. a software company. They still do make those hardware devices, but 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 the the thing that that Google or that uh, BMW and and others have now come out and said was, you know, that they are not worried about Apple taking over or disrupting the automotive industry no different than the leader arguably uh for many years in the telephone industry uh, telephone mobile phone industry i should say mm-hmm. was blackberry right was rim the makers of the blackberry mm-hmm. device and i just found it really interesting that we had another leader of an industry bmw is i mean they've been around for a long time right and they're saying Oh, I'm not worried. <laughs> I think that's tremendously underestimating the power of that disruption to a new uh, industry can, or to an ex- established industry can have by a new player. And I, I really, I, you know, it, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not forecasting that BMW is going to go the way of of the BlackBerry, but. I do think that underestimating Apple has historically been a bad move. <laughs> so that was why I sent you that uh, that thing about uh, um, you know how that's going in that industry because I do think it's really interesting. One to, one to definitely watch. Yep, I'm definitely keeping my on eye on that for sure. Last little uh, quick quick news thing that i got is that mac os big sur 11.2.2 uh has officially been released this is to and that release was to fix damage caused by certain usb devices so your usb hubs or external hard drives that type of stuff and macbooks where they in macbooks that would become unresponsive or blank this is, this only affects MacBooks that were made from 2019 and later. So if you guys are on uh, Mac OS Big Sur uh, 11.1, then and you have a MacBook Pro from or MacBook Air or anything from 2019 or later, make sure you guys go and get that update. Yeah, I I, I definitely uh, 
I've been keeping up on the updates on my, my new air and it definitely updated. It took it. Gosh, I, I bet 10 minutes to that, apply the update. That's not bad considering the size of how uh, updates. So that's a real good connection. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's uh, <laughs> considering uh, depending on when you did it um, and how busy the Apple servers were at the time. So Mm-hmm. That that plays a lot into into things on how fast your downloads go. Or if those of you that you guys are listening to this, not sure if you're aware of that or not, but that's if you have a really slow download, it's either your internet connection or Apple servers are just really busy, and everybody's trying to get their updates at the same time. Oh, last thing that's kind of speculatory that I kind of came across tonight is it looks like it's all but confirmed that uh, iPad models this year and macbooks this year are in fact going to adopt the oled display technologies so that's going to be a pretty big deal uh because right now as of right now everything's still uh except for the ipad pro is still considered lcd so you're going to get a lot Mm -hmm. better uh performance out of your battery and a lot brighter uh screen or better resolution out of it so that's what that means for the average consumer um, who we are speaking to. Definitely. Yeah. OLED is, is really an amazing technology because normally every, every little dot on the display has to be lit up. And with, with uh, the OLED technology, it only lights up the parts of the display that need to be lit up. So black stays really black because there's no light. Right. So it, it, yeah, definitely helps from a power perspective. And like you said, from a, from a display perspective, like the quality will be extremely better, I think, especially the blacks. So your high-definition movie watching and things like that, that's where you're really going to notice it, I think, is is watching like a Netflix or an Apple movie. Sure. Or for all mankind, if you you, you get into that. So uh, I I was – I just got cut up. I didn't even realize that I was two episodes behind, but I got cut up on on it (laughs) yesterday. And I did not think that that show could just get any better, but it just gets get better and better each episode. So uh, that's where my eyes are at, and um, I'm sure you've 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 watched it. So I'm not gonna uh, get into it too much because I don't want to give out spoilers to anybody. So we definitely recommend it. Uh, you guys have also mentioned that uh, we've mentioned, sorry, that uh, Ted Lasso has, is definitely a favorite of mine. They are scooping up award after award and it's award season so make sure you guys go check that out uh season two should be coming in june or july i want to say uh so Mm -hmm. i'm definitely looking forward to that so um i put a poll out there yesterday on on our instagram it is at weekly tech facts make sure you guys follow us there i am posting content on there but i did put a poll up there i'll put it up there again but uh the poll is yes or no. Do you watch Mythic Quest? If uh, another good one, and I think it's I think it's stupid funny. Um, if you ever watched Silicon Valley, it reminds you a lot of that, except for the video game world versus the tech world. So that's something that uh, you know I thought it was funny. It's stupid funny. It's got some dumb humor in it, but you know it made me laugh and forget about the wrongs and the ills of the world. You know, make sure you guys go check that out. I put the po- the 
pull up again and see uh, what we got. But it was a hundred percent no <laughs> from the people that actually <laughs> answered uh, on that. So, Seth, I wanted to get into macOS Big Sur yeah. with you. What are what do you feel is the most useful features uh, of that operating system? You know, on that MacBook Air. Um, I don't have that. I don't even know if I mentioned this yet, but I ended up going and getting a MacBook Pro. Uh, it was like a 2012 that has Catalina on it, so I can't even go and, and install Mac uh, Big OS uh, Big Sur. So, yeah, tell what your what do you view so, as your most useful features? So let me ask you because I, I have a an older MacBook Pro that my wife uses with her Cricut, and then I've got the the MacBook Air with the newer OS and everything on it. Do you have Siri on, on the version of, of the OS that you're on? Yes. Uh, Siri was actually available with Mac OS high Sierra, which high Sierra. Yeah, that's okay. where that came out, which was the, that's the highest you can get if you have like a 20, uh, 2011 MacBook. Right. And that's what I had previously, but then I sold it to uh, pay off my, uh, iPad Pro, and then I come to find right. out after taking these classes that I needed a laptop, so I went and got a, a MacBook Pro that was a 2012, and it's night and day. Because I was going to say that for me, there's a few things, and I, I guess since I am you know, back on a 2009 or whatever laptop and now on a, on a 2020 laptop, it, I'm, I'm not sure if, if for, you know, I would say Siri was just hands down. I use that a ton. The when I took my final, being able to just press "Do Not Disturb" on my device, and keep in mind I got a lot of things pinging me. I'm linked with my phone for, you know, for for text messages, FaceTime, yep. right? But I've also got like my doorbell and uh-huh. <laughs> all sorts of things around the house that all come into that home app. Um, on on the on the laptop, so I'm constantly getting bombarded with notices, right? Hitting do not disturb, and being able to use Siri on my laptop when I'm doing when I was when I'm doing my math or doing doing something where I want to just ask it to calculate something for me instead of having to open the calculator app on my phone. I know, I know, lazy. But so nice to be able to do, or hey, you know, do this or do that, and it just does it. I, to me, that's been the most powerful feature. Now that doesn't that doesn't sound like a feature only available on the on on the newest operating system, but I would definitely say if you're on an older laptop with an older OS, getting to High Sierra or later. Um, you know, really is where I, I'm finding a lot of additional use. The other things that I would say was like battery life and, um, you know, just overall the, the like, uh, I'm going to say keeping most current on the operating system, on the browser, um, just the fact that it protects me from viruses and things like that by um, doing, I think, a, basically like a, a signing of all the apps that run so that you can't, you can't sideload, 
but um, it's harder for, I know we talked about this last week, make sure you have your antivirus and yeah. do all the right things. Yep. But, but I'm going to say that that operating system also makes it really difficult on people that want to do malicious things that I just find that the operating system in general, how well it links with my other devices um, is really a, been just a, a, a really streamlined a lot of the things that I was already doing on my phone. When I went to the laptop, it just was there. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to say for sure <laughs> what is, you know, a big sur thing versus just a newer Apple thing. Yep. Right. Like Siri. Yep. So yeah, I, you're right. Up I know that's on a, that. that's a roundabout answer, but for me, it's Siri, do not disturb battery life, like things that some of that's kind of, is it, is an operating system maybe, um, but also then the protection, the things that they do, um, all the apps I want to run, just run Rosetta, um, you know, things that are specific to the M1, but were specific to Big Sur, I guess I would say being, being able to run an M1, um, you know, chip is probably the, the biggest thing that uh, Big Sur gives me. Yep. And I noticed this too with my, uh, the 2012 in Catalina is that my uh, Safari actually does count those, uh, yeah, how, whatever it does show me, like whenever I open up the browser, how many uh, mm -hmm. bad things it blocked, basically. And yep. you know, the last time I checked, it was like you said, you know, the first time a few episodes ago, it was like a hundred and something different, uh, potentially harmful things. And my last time I checked, it was like 174 items. So I was like, holy crap! And you yep. know, it's a you know, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, if you're, I can see that if you are deep into the Apple ecosystem, uh, as we are doing the whole Siri and trying to tell her to turn on do not disturb, it's probably going to turn it on all your devices. So it's going to be actually pretty nice. So that way you don't have to give the one command and hopefully it talks <laughs> to all of them at the same time. So everything just works better when you're, you know, the deeper you are into it. So yeah, other than that, Seth, I don't have anything. How about you? I was just, I was just going to bring one one last thing up, and that is, um, I use T-Mobile, and um, you know they I, well, I was a, I was a Sprint customer for I don't know twenty years or something ridiculous, but whatever, um, T-Mobile, and there was a new thing that said basically that they're going to share subscriber data with ad partners unless you opt out, so you actually have to get the T-Mobile app. You have to go into their advertising and analytics and you have to toggle off the option to say, use my data to make ads more relevant. And you know, there, there's some options in there. Anyway, if you turn those off, then you're still going to get ads, but they won't be targeted to you. Right. So, it's kind of like what's coming with Apple with their, with the ad protection, if you will. Um, but just something that popped up for me because I'm a T-Mobile user. Sure. I thought I'd share it with everybody is, sure. you know, there is a way if you want to be more anonymous, you can be. Um, 
it's it doesn't it doesn't take away the ads. It just makes them not maybe as useful. Right. So, so if you're not talking, then you have a HomePod Mini around. Yeah, uh, you know, wait, listening for your commands, you're not going to see an <laughs> ad pop up in uh, for Python. Yeah, for yeah. Python. You know, so yeah, that's uh, you know, we we'll co- we'll keep covering that uh, type of stuff as you know as it comes, and uh, you know, like I said, you know, I'll have that. But uh, oh, forgot to mention it uh, March event. It looks like March 23rd is going to be the day that we are actually going to get our first Apple event of the year. And at that time, we're actually that episode that we do on that event will actually be the signal for season three. So uh, looks like we're getting ready to wrap up season season two here on Weekly Tech Facts. Uh, quick rundown. We mentioned it last week of what you should expect to see is the AirPods three. Uh, the iPad night generation iMac with colors that will match what you would see with the iPad Air from this last year, the iPad Mini Pro, and an iPad Pro, all with the new chipsets that will match the performance levels of the M1, um, and then also possibly even Air Tags. So, with that being said, we'll keep you guys posted and we'll see you guys next time.